I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, happy Thanksgiving as we say hi here on the Lombardi Line. It is VSEN, the sports betting network. I'm Patrick Maher, live from Los Angeles as we say again, happy Thanksgiving. Michael Lombardi out. He's working his way back. He should be back ready to go on tomorrow's show on the Lombardi line. It is Thanksgiving, so I'm thankful for my friend, Amal Shaw, coming in early and grinding today for us. Amal, happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Thank you for joining. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving to you and everybody else out there. How, uh, how are we feeling? We've got plenty to do, of course, just about 29 minutes away from my boys, Detroit. It's an annual tradition that just doesn't go away, and that is the Detroit Lions playing on Thanksgiving. We'll give you all the stats, everything you need to know. Of course, Buffalo went to Detroit, snow game, go back to Buffalo. Now they're back in Detroit on a short week. That number's up to nine and a half. You got a nosebleed on the total up to 54 and a half. Just initial thoughts, and then we'll come back and cap it, Amal. Yeah, say, you know, Detroit generally, outside of the game against Houston a couple years ago, is usually fairly competitive at home on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, This team's won three in a row. They're starting to play well. Uh, I think they'll have some opportunities here to stay within this number. Not interested in laying 10 on the road with Buffalo on a Thanksgiving Day game. Competitive, yes. They have lost Detroit five straight on Turkey Day. They're 5-16 and straight up their last 21. As a person that's from Michigan, it's always kind of that hidden joke. When you're in Michigan watching the Lions on Thanksgiving, you're wondering what the rest of the country is thinking about this gosh-awful franchise them all. Uh, It's really amazing when I sit there and think about between Michigan football and the Detroit Lions – one championship in what, 
I don't know, last 120 years. <laughs> see, see, you know, no, see what you're doing now is you're trolling because you just trolling, used the facts. Detroit. No, you used, I know, but you used the Detroit Lions as an opportunity to piggyback and jump on the Michigan Wolverines. I didn't say anything about Harbaugh or the Wolverines or Bull Schimbeckler. Well, first of all, you didn't mention that Detroit's in Michigan. Everybody may not be as geographically inclined as you are. So I like to and you know just kind of let people know where we're talking from a geography standpoint in case they haven't been to that great part of the country. Always nice to help people give them an idea and a perspective of what we're discussing. Do you have anything to say about the Western Michigan Broncos while we're at it? If you want to take shots at the rest of the state, go ahead, Amal Shaw. No, no, Broncos are fine. You know, listen, nobody cares about the Mac except from November 1st till about November 23rd. (laughs) 12-foot sandwich game today, Thanksgiving, of course. You've got the Giants. It's a big number there. Dallas isn't covered, hasn't played well recently on Turkey Day. Remember, last year they lost in overtime to the Raiders. Dallas is laying 10. That's a big number. A lot of injuries, secondary offensive line for the Giants, total sitting 45 and a half of them all. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting game, but I think the Giants right now, we're starting to see what many of us expected with this team. A lot of issues offensively and some struggles, and you saw it last week against the Detroit Lions. Um, now you're going against a Dallas team that seems to be firing on all cylinders, and Odell Beckham Jr. obviously appearing to want to play in the NBA, waiting, sitting out, and then deciding what team he's going to choose, which can get him another ring potentially. Um I got to tell you right now, if OBJ wants to get a ring, he should go with that mediocre quarterback in San Francisco known as Jimmy Garoppolo because they got three dudes there by the names of CMC, Debo, and Kittle that are going to get them to the Super Bowl. Okay, so let's keep a list for Thanksgiving. Amal Shaw's checklist. Uh, Michigan Wolverines, check. Jimmy Garoppolo, check. Odell Beckham Jr., check. Check. Happy Thanksgiving. You got it. night. Yeah, please. Hey, listen, let me tell you some facts don't take days off, buddy. Whatever you say, (laughs) New England, Minnesota. Now, perceptively, you know, it's interesting with the Giants getting beat at home by the Lions and most betters and just casual observers had thought the Giants had been lucky. They had Uh, perceptively Dallas comes off that drubbing of Minnesota. Now we go New England, who have given up three and two straight. Yes, Ellinger and then Zach Wilson to Minnesota. Minnesota coming off that home beatdown by the Dallas Cowboys. Minnesota's laying three, although I did see Westgate just went to two and a half. DraftKings just went to two and a half here, Amal. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised by this move, but you have an offensive lineman out for Minnesota. That's a concern there. You know, the one thing I'd point to in England, uh, Michael, I mean, excuse me, Patrick, when you look at their victories this year, they've come against weak quarterbacks. The best quarterback they've faced so far has been Jared Goff. They've played Sam Ellinger. They've got to play Zach Wilson twice. I mean, they have not exactly played a murderer's row of quarterbacks. Jacoby Brissett, a bunch of backups out there, really, that they've been able to do well against. New England does have a very good defense. Matthew Judon, where, by the way, a Michigan guy. I think he's from Grand Valley State. He's had a tremendous season. And I just want to make sure I'm fair and biased. You thought I was being critical. Yeah. I'm just diplomatic. being honest. Yeah, absolutely. You're always diplomatic. Hey, I plan on running for Congress, man. I don't plan on being that diplomatic, but that's another story. Um, when you look at it, this team, though, is really good defensively. Offensively, can you really trust Mac Jones? I don't think so. Ramondre Stevenson's been outstanding catching the ball out of the backfield. Inconsistent running the ball last week against the Jets. Damian Harris a little bit better. Um, Look, for me, though, it's simple. Minnesota gets back on track at home. This team has two losses, one against Dallas, one against the Philadelphia Eagles. So they're not as good as the Cowboys and the Eagles. That's not really a crime. I still think they're better than this New England team was very, very fortunate to get out of two games against the Jets with wins. Probably should have lost both of those games. Remember, Justin Fields and the Bears ran up and down the field on them. I think Minnesota with Dalvin Cook, who probably runs as hard as any running back in the league, Patrick, they they should be able to win this game at home in a good bounce-back spot on a short week. 
Yeah, I think you'll see a lot of Cook. You mentioned Christian Derrishaw, the left tackle, yeah. out concussed last week against the Cowboys. And then when that went down, Parsons had his way. Judon, who's probably a slept-on player, has been tremendous. He's going to have success without Derrishaw there, left tackle. I think you're going to see some runs there with Minnesota. That total sitting 42.5. New England, you mentioned it. Their offense is pitiful. And yeah. there is no rhyme or reason to the offense uh, with the former Detroit Lions head coach, Mr. Patricia, calling the plays. I mean, they, they don't score. Now, defensively, they've got your be- second-best scoring defense in all of football, the New England Patriots, but they've played a soft schedule. These are two teams right now, Minnesota and New England, that benefited from a soft schedule. You're absolutely right, and I think that's a great point. I think sometimes you do have to take that into consideration when you're looking at a team and how well they performed. Who have they faced off against? Because if you were to put another team in the place of the Patriots in that schedule, they're probably looking at a comparable record. Now, they were very fortunate that personal foul penalty happened against the Jets before the end of the first half on the pick six. Jets mm-hmm. probably win that game, get up 17-3 to at that point in time. And then Robert Salah, I don't understand why you don't advise your punter to kick it out of bounds. We saw this years ago. Wasn't it Jeff Beagles? against the Eagles for the Giants. <laughs> Good call. Right? Good call. Thank you. And it's like you kicked the ball to Deshaun Jackson and Tom Coughlin with that incredulous look like, hey, dude, what are you doing? And I think the same thing here. Patrick, I have to tell you, if you had the Jets in three and a half last week like I did, you felt like, okay, hey, this game's going to overtime. It's going to end in a 3-3 tie unless one of these clowns, meaning both quarterbacks, throws a pick six. <laughs> you nailed it. It is Anyway, it's it's going to be fascinating because also the backdrop of Turkey Day today, it's odd because Qatar, of course, in the Middle East, so we have a Winter World Cup. I just want to get you updated as, I don't know if we've come out the break after the 45 with Ghana and Portugal today. Of course, Amal Shaw and I are really into the World Cup. You can check out the betting guide, vcin.com slash subscribe. We've got the USA, England tomorrow we thought if Michael was still under the weather, you were going to be with me tomorrow so you could go home and watch USA England. It looks like you and Dave Ross are going to be live in-game with USA England tomorrow, my friend. Well, so I'll be there physically and in spirit. I'll be actually watching the television. It'll be Je- <laughs> Jeff Parles carrying the load. Oh, it's going to be Jeff Parles. Okay, there yeah. there, there we have it. I'll, I'll adjust my day accordingly. Okay, so Portugal, Ghana, of course, we're in the 50th minute, nil-nil. Yeah. Earlier today, Switzerland got one, parked the bus against Cameroon. Uruguay should have scored late. Not sure if you saw any of that against South Korea, nil-nil tie. Uh, that's the World Cup today, Amal. Yeah, no, you know, don't worry. I've managed to sleep through the two best games so far. Uh, I was going to get up for the Argentina game, Patrick, and I said to myself, I said, come on, it's Argentina versus Saudi Arabia. This is going to be easy. And then as I'm kind of fast-forwarding in the morning through the tape of the game, I'm like, I see the uh, the the penalty kick goal. I'm like, this thing's over. I just kind of skipped ahead. Next thing I see, because I didn't look at my phone. I, I always silenced the notifications, and I'd seen all the text messages afterwards like, hey, did you see this? This is unbelievable, and I wish I had looked at it. And I'll tell you what, I missed that one. And then the Germany game, I, I watched the first half, and then I said, ah, it's 1-0. They're probably going to win. Japan didn't look like they had any guy that could get to the chess level on a header of the Germans, and they somehow managed to score two goals in the second half and win that game. So miss out on some great opportunities. But today you mentioned that Swiss game. I was telling a friend of mine yesterday, I said, listen, I feel like 1-0, Switzerland does what they always do, try to get one goal and then defend, and they defend as well as almost anybody when they have a lead. And in that one, they end up with the 1-0 game. But uh, Uruguay with a missed opportunity here today, I feel like against the South Koreans with a 0-0 draw. Yeah, we've talked about we talked about Germany in our preview. You can go to at Vison Live on YouTube to check out the preview show Amal and I did. I just don't know if they have that quality in the final third to finish. You look at somebody like France, yeah. even without Benzema 
Mbappe and Giroud, they have so much quality there in the final third. Not sure if Germany does. Of course, we'll see Brazil get underway against Serbia. Brazil's a ridiculous favorite in this tournament, and they should be. I mean, the qualification, what they've done defensively, how they've stymied everyone. Brazil's, what, plus 330? I mean, they're just a ridiculously low number to win this World Cup. Well, you're absolutely right, but I'll tell you one thing. If France was healthy, I wouldn't sleep on them. Losing Pogba and losing Karim Benzema is huge, but you still have an elite goaltender in Hugo Lloris, you mentioned Mbappe. I was yep. watching him yesterday. He's going around these defenders like they're traffic cones standing still. I mean, the Socceroos had no shot. And, you know, you mentioned Giroud. They have such talent. I just think the injuries have hurt them a little bit. And it's unfortunate for people that are unfamiliar. Patrick made a great reference point. This is a Winter World Cup, which usually takes place in June and July because the entire soccer season is over. And, you know, most club teams are done in May uh, outside of, yep. you know, a late May finish with the Champions League. You're talking about a couple of teams. You have teams that are healthy, prep prepared training, going through the international friendlies. It's a lot tougher when you come from playing in your league and then all of a sudden you've got to switch over to come and playing in the World Cup. It's not an easy task at all. Uh, But hopefully we get some good quality soccer throughout this tournament. Yep, you got the World Cup as the backdrop, but of course front and center on this Turkey Day 2022, you got the three NFL games. Buffalo, Detroit will come back properly cap that. New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys in division and New England, Minnesota. Of course, again, we're thankful. Amal sitting in for Michael Lombardi. He'll be back tomorrow as we head to break, Amal. Anything you'd like to say you're thankful for? Maybe Jay, your father, your mother there in Florida? What are you thankful for? Absolutely. Happy Thanksgiving to them, but to everybody, really. You know, let's be real here. We're all fortunate to live in this great country and celebrate such a great day. So happy Thanksgiving and safe travels to everyone wherever they may be. When I think of giving thanks and cheer during the holidays, I think Amal Shaw, and he's back with his play on Buffalo, Detroit, next here at Lombardi Line. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he didn't need it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. You're listening to The Lombardi Line on v Featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, it's Thanksgiving. Tomorrow is Black Friday. Amal was just telling me he's going to line up early at Walmart. Uh, but you don't have to. You can become a VEASAN pro. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Smile, Amal. Become a pro right now. And when you do, receive a $30 credit at the VEASAN store. You can pick up the undershirt Amal is wearing. Cash and tickets is what it's all about with this former co-host there, Brent Musburger. You can pick up that VEASAN hat, which has now just become legendary in the industry, no doubt. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Black Friday, 30 free bucks early for pros as we welcome you back. 2022 Thanksgiving, Michael Lombardi, he's under the weather. He's going to be back tomorrow. He's grinding. Our guy Michael back tomorrow. Hope he feels better in his stead today. Amal Shaw, he's one half of Big Bets here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. As we get you back here and got three, of course, Thanksgiving Day games across the NFL. One starting in about 14 minutes here, Amal Shaw. And the Lions, they've lost... Five in a row on Thanksgiving. They've lost 15 straight on Thanksgiving as underdogs. They're 7-14 and 14 ATS as Thanksgiving dogs since 90. So what am I trying to tell you? It ain't pretty. Remember, they lost last year 16-14. to 14. They did cover the 2.5 against the Bills, excuse me, against the Bears last year. But it's a team that's coming into Thanksgiving on a weird streak for them. They've won three straights, taking on the Bills that kind of got right last week at Ford Field against Cleveland. Yeah, this could be an interesting matchup. I'll tell you what, I don't think Detroit is that bad from a skill position standpoint. Where they're lacking, in my opinion, is two areas. One at the quarterback play. I'm not a Jared Goff guy. I haven't been. No. I thought he was a default first overall pick. You know, you didn't have a choice. You looked around and you said, hey, all right, we'll take this guy. And when you look at this team defensively, I still think there's some major issues. And I think a team like Buffalo could potentially expose them. But laying a big number, I'm not a fan of these types of numbers in the NFL. I'm a guy that would generally take the points, uh, especially when you get to this type of number in the NFL. It's, there's so many games where you see teams getting more than a touchdown and they play competitively. And I think this is the type of game with Detroit coming in on a three-game winning streak, dominant against the Giants last weekend in East Rutherford. I, I think you'd see something where you'd expect Buffalo on paper to dominate, but doesn't mean it's going to be easy. We saw them struggle in the first half against Cleveland last week, Patrick. We did, and remember, we'll give you some statistics throughout the show on Thanksgiving, but big-time favorites on Thanksgiving. So Turkey Day favorites of seven or more are an insane 17-4 and four ATS. Wow. That's where you sit right now, Amal, with Buffalo. Again, remember, that opened nine-ish. It's up to nine-and-a-half pretty much everywhere, and you've got a total of 54-and-a-half. It's weird. Two years ago, you'd look at a 54-and-a-half total, and you wouldn't blink. Now... We're not used to seeing those nosebleeds like this. No, you're absolutely right. And I think that's the one thing that's changed drastically in terms of this year. Uh, the percentages uh, for these, t- I'm sorry, the numbers for these totals have come down drastically by comparison to what yep. we've seen in years past. I think part of it is we're not seeing uh, the plethora of illegal contacts, defensive holding, 
that you might have anticipated in the past. You used to see a ton of those calls, and now you're not just seeing them. So I think it's really changed the dynamic of the scoring because, Patrick, on a third down, when you wind up with that against the Mahomes, and uh, previously when it was Aaron Rodgers, when he could play well, and Tom Brady, same thing, it, it's like a turnover. I mean, it's sustaining a drive. Forget the yardage. Um, it becomes so tough as a defense to get off the field. And the one thing I would point to is when you get in college, when you get that defensive P.I., you know, it's 15 yards, but the reality of it is the field is in essence 75 yards, right? Like most drives start at the 25 on a kickoff or just taking an average. So if you give up a 15-yard penalty, you're giving up 20% of the field. If you get a 10-yard penalty or a penalty of any kind of magnitude, it changes the dynamic, and these teams are too good. It's like an error in baseball. Yeah, it's well put. And to your point, you know, we've got 45, 45 and a half sandwiched game today. Giants, Dallas, New England, Minnesota sitting 42 and a half. So 54 and a half is the outlier there. I will say this, you know, after a one and six start, I'm always down on the Lions. Amal Shaw is a 44 year old man growing up as a Michigan fan, just Detroit Lions. You can imagine they've had one playoff win since 1957 as we watch Ghana and Portugal still nil nil in the 61st minute. But a one and six start, three straight wins. Now let's take the wins, okay? Rodgers maybe played his worst game of his career. He threw three picks in the red zone against the Lions. He was gosh awful three weeks ago. Uh, Justin Fields begged Detroit and then finally gave away a double-digit lead in the fourth. He was disastrous. He has been in the fourth all year. Fields, the Chicago quarterback, and the Giants win. Though I will say this. While he's 7-19, and 19, Dan Campbell overall, that Giants win was the most impressive uh, as far as his uh, tenure there as a Lions coach. They won in all three phases. They scored in the red zone. They were good on third downs. That was the performance of the year, and they're coming off that performance here on a short week. Yeah, I know you're absolutely right, and I'll, I'll tell you what, um, they, they just dominated that football game. Took away everything the Giants wanted to do offensively. Yep. It really did a great job. By the way, Cosmo Kramer, we finally got the age. What do you mean? We you said I, you said forty four. I'm like, no, we we've all known that, but I just I just wanted to throw. In hey, that are reference. we getting a? By the way, breaking news here: are we getting a penalty? Is Ronaldo going to take a penalty? I'm going to tell you right now, like, they're going to reverse this on bar. If you call this a penalty, it's criminal. That is the softest penalty you're going to see all World Cup. If that stands, they're going to go to review. It, they are lining up for a penalty. Portugal is benefiting big time with this call here, Amal. It's a terrible call. Absolutely a terrible call. I, I, and to me, this is what VAR was put in for. This call should be reversed. There's no way. You see, this is one of the issues in soccer. Look, let's be real here. He was not doing anything to be able to score in that situation. And I guess they're not going to reverse it. I, I, I got to tell you, this Patrick. Is unbelie- I, this is unbelievably soft. It, this is, is a disaster. I mean, that is one of the worst calls I've ever seen. It really, it really is. I don't even think he impeded him whatsoever. No, Ghana he, he got the ball. Here. He got the ball. <laughs> he played the ball. This is fascinating because Ghana's getting screwed here. And you remember Ghana. I think most USA yeah. fans remember Ghana. Remember, what was that now? 10 years ago, 12 yeah. years ago when Ghana knocked out the U.S. in the knockout stage? Yeah. Yeah, that was 12 years ago now at this point. Yeah, Ghana's pleading their case as they should be. Ronaldo's going to line up for Portugal here. What was Portugal? 15-1 to entering the tournament, so a bit of a long shot for a team that's actually quite deep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think they've gotten a little bit older in age, and I think that's been a bit of a problem. But i got to tell you, this was a horrific decision. And one thing I don't like in soccer is when you give a penalty kick in a situation where it's this weak, you're basically affording a team an opportunity to get a win. You know, it was uh, Poland with Lewandowski didn't convert that one. But the reality of it is, you look at Canada with Davies as well. You got to convert those. It just, I just don't feel good about uh, Ghanaian, the Ghanaian goalkeeper having an opportunity to really stop. 
really the greatest goal scorer of all time in the history of soccer domestically, internationally, at every level, and the club teams. I mean, Ronaldo has just been a prolific goal scorer his whole career. And he shouldn't struggle here. He's going to line up for the PK. I cannot believe they didn't reverse this. Here he goes, addresses the ball, and that's a goal. Top left, shakes the net, runs, does the Ronaldo celebration, point at his back, and we do have the goal celebration there. So Portugal, very, very lucky to be up 1-0 over Ghana here. Yeah, horrific call, though, Patrick. I I have to tell you. Totally agree. Yeah, I mean, you gave away now. You know, you put you put Ghana in such a bad position now, and it's amazing to me. You know, look, I hate to think this. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, but it was like, do they they don't really care if one of the African countries uh, advances, right? Because they just don't have the populace, the interest. But you have Ronaldo. He he is a TV guy that people are going to watch. I, I'm looking at this thing. I, I don't see it. I mean, I, I just don't see how you call the penalty there. Uh, he did nothing to impede him. That was ridiculous. Ghana just got part of my language screwed on Thanksgiving, and Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo owe Christopher Columbus, whoever created this holiday, a thank you, because that is a Thanksgiving gift for Portuguese, for the Portuguese players. And I will say just something you said, not to be a conspiracy theorist, normally when people start a sentence like that, they're conspiracy theorists. So I'm all, I'm watching you the rest of the show here. That's fine. But you know what? Always follow the money. You're literally a legend. I love you, bro. Okay, here let's let's now let's get a play out of you for this early game. Again, I told you big time favorites on Thanksgiving has been super profitable. The Lions have been horrible. By the way, the Lions for 88 years have played at home and they've got a sub 500 record. They're 37-43 and 2 overall. I mentioned they've lost 5 straight, but they legitimately come into this game playing better on defense which is where they really struggled. Right. They're, a tr- they're actually quite an explosive offense, Detroit. You look at any metric. So what do you have here? You're catching nine and a half and a total of 54 and a half. Yeah, the question is, can you slow down Josh Allen in this Buffalo offense in this type of controlled dome weather environment where nothing's going to really impede them? And I think that's going to be a real challenge for uh, this team. And so we'll see if they're able to do it. Uh, by the way, I'm surprised the Portuguese goalie, when he collected the ball just now, didn't go down with 25 minutes to go. I, I mean, you know, why not? Time wastage is the number one thing. Uh, but, you know, for me, <laughs> when I look at it, th- this is going to be a... I would take the Lions because I think they'll be in the game. There'll be some energy and enthusiasm. This team has played better. When was the last time the Lions were on a three-game winning streak? Uh, 2016, 2017. Very, so it hasn't happened in years. Very impressive with that right off the top of your head call Thank there. You. But... Um, I think, look, Buffalo is struggling a little bit more than many people may have anticipated. They look like the class of the NFL about four weeks ago. Right now, if you look at it, they're technically in second place in this division. I mean, hell, the Jets should really be in first place if they don't blow those two games against New England. They're they're sitting there all alone in first place at 8-2, and two, but it's not the case. This Bills team needs these games, and, and I have to tell you, as good as Josh Allen is, he's not at that Mahomes level, but... This team should be able to move the ball, because the question is, can Goff prevent the turnovers? If he does that, I think the Lions cover the 9.5. Holiday shootouts. Of course, both the Lions and Bills rank in the top six in points per game, yards per game, yards per play through 10 weeks, 54.5. Let's have some fun on Turkey Day. We'll go over. We're coming back. Of course, Dallas hosting division rivals, the Giants, next here at Lombardi Line. 
listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. I mean, we're just asking for consistency at the World Cup with these refs. I'll get to that in a second. VSIN betting splits. Of course, the Pro Tools are available for Pro members. Go to vsin.com slash subscribe to become a VSIN Pro. And the betting splits, probably the most popular Pro Tool. We get so many messages. They're updated every 10 minutes. People love the betting splits. You can see where the money's going for every single game, not just today's games, but future events as well. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe to add the betting splits to your arsenal. We're about to be underway there. Ford Field, of course, you're laying nine and a half with the Bills. You're taking it with the Lions, 54 and a half, a big time total to kick off Thanksgiving 2022. We say happy Thanksgiving to you. I'm Patrick Maher, Michael Lombardi out. He'll be back tomorrow, feeling a little under the weather. My guy, a good friend of mine and a colleague, Amal Shaw, sitting in on Thanksgiving. So I'm thankful for him. Not thankful for the referees. And by the way, we've got Will Hill coming up. We've got Mike Samich coming up. And we're lucky to have Mike Palm on Thanksgiving coming up in just a little bit. So look forward to that. All we're looking for is consistency. Portugal and Cristiano Ronaldo just benefited from a very weak call to get a penalty against Ghana, that's essentially the game over. Yep. Now they'll park the bus. Ghana's not going to score on that defense. And then you look to yesterday, where, of course, Davies missed a penalty kick for Canada, but right after the attempt was another penalty where essentially he got just the absolute, his foot got mangled and they let it go. So yeah. what we're looking for at the World Cup is a little consistency with the refereeing, and we did not get that today. This should be nil-nil right now. Yeah, I would agree with you. Uh, fortunately, though, we have a draw as Ghana gets on the board here. Uh, terrible defending by the Portuguese, and on a really on a poor centering pass, gets through the defense, and Ghana takes a uh, has tied it up at one apiece. You kidding me? No. I got the, they just they just switched the Lions on my box here as they're doing the national anthem. Ghana just tied it up. They you got to be kidding! It, you know what? Good for them. Yeah, that is the, that's literally if you're betting, if you bet the draw, or if you bet Ghana and you're still in the mix, the gambling gods got one right for you because that was deserved. No, you're absolutely right, and uh, I tell you what, it was very poor in terms of the uh, the defending by Portugal. I was really surprised they didn't have more guys back. This was an easy ball to clear, and they just didn't do it, and boom, it was one apiece. Just as I say, they're going to park it, and you're not going to score on them. Boom, I did that. Little reverse jinx. You're welcome <laughs> for Ghana backers or draw backers, as you're still alive if you bet Ghana, getting big-time plus money. Okay, the uh, later game in that group will be of course, Serbia and Brazil. Brazil, a big-time favorite, maybe laying 270 on the money line. you got to lay a goal and a little juice, minus 140 on the spread. We'll get to that coming up in just a bit. Of course, the sandwich game today, middle of the day, the Giants 7-3 and three straight up, ATS as well, Amal. The Cowboys 7-3 and three straight up, and ATS. Here's what's fascinating to me about this matchup. Now, the Cowboys have lost 6-8 of eight on Thanksgiving, including 30, excuse me, 3 straight. They're 1-10 in 10 ATS or last 11 on Thanksgiving. However, the tonic for the Cowboys is the Giants. Yeah. They're 10-1 straight up, 9-2 ATS against the Giants in their last 11 overall. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I think right now you see the number and in favor of Dallas simply because of how well this Dallas defense has been able to play. You look at the combination of the loss against Detroit and then with the Dallas performance against Minnesota, a lot of people probably leaning towards the Dallas Cowboys here. Um, this is, you know, Patrick, outside of the late game tonight, neither of these games are overly ecstatic to go bet. I think they're both challenging from a spread standpoint, from my perspective. Totally agree. The number Dallas up to 10. As a matter of fact, I see a shop in Jersey showing Dallas 10 and a half. Look, I'm not going to bet it, but if you have to take anything there, you're taking the 10 and a half once it gets to that point. 
45 and a half on the total with the Giants at Dallas. It's public perception couldn't be completely going the different way, right? Giants, we wondered, were they lucky? And then they got beat at home by Detroit. So that answered some questions. And then perceptively, the Cowboys, remember, they gave that game away. They gave that game away them all at Lambeau. Then they turn around, go back on the road, and absolutely drubbed the Vikings 40-3, to where it really wasn't even as close as that score. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And by the way, Patrick, they just showed a replay of the goal by Ghana, and it goes through the defender's legs, the ball. that I mean, it, it was an elementary-level clearance, and they couldn't get rid of it. Portugal should be, they should be embarrassed. Oh, they got absolutely. handed a gift on Thanksgiving, and they just gave it right back. No, no question about it. Okay, I actually do have both games. Thank you very much, Beck at Circuit Control. Okay, a couple of things. I just want to give a couple of mismatches here as far as the way I look at it. You know, the Saquon Barkley saga is going to start to get interesting because I, I think you know what's happening with him. Two weeks ago, he touched the ball, 35 attempts on the ground, 152 against the Texans. The Texans give up 180 on the ground. They're the worst in football. So not necessarily a surprise. Last week, though, he started to tire. If you watch Barkley against the Lions, it's not just the 15 carries for 22 yards as Portugal has taken the lead score up to one. If you had over the two and a half rejoice, because in soccer, that first goal oftentimes does what them all. It completely breaks the levy, right? You got no that goal kick. It. You got that penalty kick from Ronaldo, and then you can just start to see goals come at a rapid pace, and that's what's happened there. Let me just finish my thought about Barkley. 15 carries for 22, a one and a half average against the Lions. I think there's a concern here because that is essentially the game plan for the Giants. Limit limit Daniel Jones's mistakes. On defense, get off the field on third downs, red zone success on offense, and then run the ball with Barkley, and the touches are adding up for him. Yeah, I would agree with you, and I tell you what, we know what he's capable of doing. The question is, can you get him in the right situation where he, really, I, I think he's most dangerous in the screen game. The one thing I don't like about Saquon, uh, though, is he has a tendency to try to hit the home run on every play. And look, at the high school and the collegiate level, he was the best player he could do that. In the NFL, every guy can run. Every guy can make a play. You know, the biggest thing I noticed in college to the NFL is there are times when you see arm tackles broken in the league. You just don't see that as much. It's much more difficult to do simply because um, of how good these teams are defensively and the talent that's there. And by the way, on Thanksgiving, a shout out to Barry Sanders. Saquon Barkley is not Barry Sanders. So when Barry who, Sanders who, who was taking a five-yard loss... That? When he was taking a three-yard loss and then he hits you for 80 yards, tutty the other way, that's Barry Sanders. Saquon Barkley has been compared. We'll move on. The concern here for the Giants is the Cowboys in that pass attack have been nuts. Uh, again, aggregate, they've scored 117 points their last three games. You know, Dak was awesome against Minnesota Amal, completed 88% of his passes, two touchdowns, 286. And here comes a Giants defense that is... 24th in DVOA against the pass, and they're missing everybody in their secondary. We know McKinney's out. Adoree Jackson's going to be out. Fabian Moreau is banged up. Uh, there's strong safeties. Out. Like This is a secondary, along with the offensive line here on a short week, that's banged up for the New York football giants. Yeah, absolutely. Another goal. Another goal. We, we have another goal as Portugal are doing it the right way now. That penalty kick was a gift, and so now they're starting to pour it on here against Ghana. They're up 3-1. But but you know the problem is, this game was never opening up this way, and I don't know if Portugal would have gotten a goal to begin with. right? The way Ghana was defending, they were going to take the draw, and then all of a sudden you see this team uh, get back on track, and they're in a favorable position. But 
it's unfortunate uh, for the Ghanaian side, but regardless, they've still got to defend once they get that game level at one apiece. Okay, and Amal and I always talk about it just off the air, that first goal, even if it happens in the 70th minute, exactly. remember, 90 minutes in soccer, that first goal could lead to five. <laughs> Sometimes a goal scored within the first five minutes of a match, you're like, oh no, my two and a half, if you go over, is in trouble because then they start to play a little bit differently. When you have a goal late... Oftentimes, these teams will adjust their offensive strategy, and you'll just start to see a cavalcade of goals. Okay, one thing I want to point out. The Cowboys' defense leads the lead in sacks. I think the Giants are in a tough spot, and they're second in pressure rate, that being the Giants' defense. The Giants potentially could be down four offensive starters today. We don't have the final word on the injuries, but a short week. Jones is pressured the second highest in the league anyway. The Cowboys could eat here against this offensive line that's banged up. I like the uh, analogy of eating here, and you're absolutely right. You I like think, that? Yeah, Thank I you. do. They could stuff them, if you will. The uh, Well, let's not go too far. Um, but Thank you. <laughs> the, uh, Thank you. You know, to me, the thing is when you look at this team, it's the problem is the inconsistency with Daniel Jones. You don't have sustained drives. It puts a lot more pressure on the defense. The de- defense has played at an elite level at times. But it's very hard, no matter how good your defense is. And I think even as good as Dallas's defense is, if they were in a situation where every time they had to, you know, come off the field, I mean, they're on the field every other play, I think it becomes very, very difficult. So right now it's 10, 45 and a half. You don't necessarily have a play if we were to lean one way. I, to be fair with you, if we're leaning one way, we probably have to point to these division unders, right? We got a 45 and a half total division unders this year, a 33 and 19 to the under, which is ridiculous. Yeah. And I think if you're the Giants, the only way you win this game, it's lower scoring, even because I I just don't think you have the offensive firepower to be able to keep up with this one. Now this is a revenge spot for the Giants. Remember the Cowboys got them on Monday night with Cooper Rush under center. So an opportunity here for the Giants to come back and play well. And I think that can't go uh, overlooked simply because, Patrick, so many times you'll see a team in a situation like this and they play far more competitively than you would initially expect or anticipate in the game. Totally agree. Totally agree. And by the way, speaking of getting stuffed and eating on Thanksgiving, of course, quarterback of the New England Patriots is your boy Mac and Cheese Jones. (laughs) That's for Amal Shaw. That's for Jay Shaw as we keep it going here on the Lombardi line. Looks like... Portugal is going to pick up another. Noah, save there as this game has completely blown wide open, Shaw. It's over. This game is ridiculous right now. This is what we were hoping for, like for casual observers that you're trying to get people into soccer. This is the type of back and forth game you're looking for. And it happens after a just absolutely tragic penalty kick there for Ronaldo. Next, Mr. Viking himself, Will Hill, joins us. He'll give a play on that late game. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. 
Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Little play action there for Jared Goff. Doesn't end well. Shocker. This Thanksgiving, football fans can turn a loss into a win with the King of Sportsbook. Just place a single first touchdown score prop on today's pro football games. And if your bet loses, you're going to receive up to $25 back in free bets. It's a great offer from the King of Sportsbooks. That's BetMGM. Again, get some cash back. Get over there and play. you got to be 21 years or older. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. Mal Shaw in for Michael Lombardi. This is the Lombardi Line. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Happy Thanksgiving as we welcome you back. We're going to welcome in our partner, Will Hill, of course, VSIN host and insider joining us. He's a Vikings insider. We say happy Thanksgiving. Good job cashing under one goal in the first half, Portugal and Ghana. If you had over a goal in the second half, we've now just had four scored. Hi, Will. How are you? Patrick, what's going on? I'm all good to see, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Good to be on with you guys. Uh, yeah, my soccer expertise goes as far as about bet the draw, bet the under, just bet nothing. So uh, it's been a crazy tournament, though. It's been fun to watch. Happy Thanksgiving. Have you been impressed? Let me let me uh, just to follow up with you, Amal. You and I were discussing this a little during the break. This may be misleading for Portugal backers moving forward. I haven't been overly impressed, specifically the goal they gave up after they got the PK. Well, I give you credit the fact that you said overly because I haven't been impressed at all. As Ghana makes it three two, this oh thing my is gosh, not. Over- Ghana just scored in the 89th. 
They've made it 3-2. This is an absolutely miraculous game. What's happened here is unbelievable. We'll keep you updated. There's going to be extras. We know the additional time has been crazy with these referees in Qatar. So we'll see how much is added after the 90 in regulation. Portugal's defense has been a disaster. Oh, it's been absolutely horrific. And, you know, to me, when you look at it, um, they're going to get exiled from Europe. There's no way a European squad defends this poorly as they have. You got a 3-1 lead. I mean, if it was Italy, they wouldn't even have a fan go across the midway halfway line once they've got a 3-1 lead. This is pathetic defending by Portugal. How about those that took on the spread, Will Hill, the goal and a half now. Now they rejoice with Ghana scoring it and making it a one-goal game there. Yeah, it felt like a minute ago that the uh, the draw felt more deserving than losing plus one and a half. Now you're at least getting the plus one and a half home, you'd think. As uh, yep. like you said, just been a wild game. And your Lions are moving the ball into uh, into Bill's territory here. So a lot going on. Yeah, we had punts early at Ford Field. Now Jared Goff off the play action connects. So it looks like we're starting to hunt the red zone. Let's start there. You can give an overview as we're just a couple of minutes into this one, and then we'll go Giants-Dallas, and we'll finish with Minnesota. What was your take coming in? A a 9.5 favorite here and a big-time total of 54.5, Will. I bet the Lions plus the points. I sprinkled a little money line. I just don't think Allen's healthy. I don't think the Bills' defense is healthy. If you look at Bills-Browns a couple days ago, um, the Browns are down 15. They throw a garbage touchdown. It looks like the Bills dominate the game. But the Bills went a long time in that game without getting a first down. The Browns dropped a couple touchdowns early. They fumbled around midfield. The Browns really had a chance to be up 10 or 13 points and take control of that game. And I just don't know that the Bills are you know, 100% right now. And I think if you have an elbow injury like Allen does, is playing two games in five days the best thing for you? Probably not. Hey, if you lose to Zach Wilson, you can lose to anybody. And now that loss to Minnesota a couple weeks ago looks a lot worse after their performance against uh, the Cowboys last week. So I think the Lions will be right in this game. They have a habit of sticking around in these games. If nothing else, they'll be in range for a backdoor cover late. But I think the Lions are going to play well today. I tend to agree with you. I think they'll be competitive. And especially if you get off to a fast start, look, they should be able to at least come out of this drive with three points at worst. Um, but to me, the big thing is if you're Buffalo, this is a crucial game because the Miami Dolphins have Houston this weekend. We expect them to win that game comfortably. Then the Dolphins have a gauntlet schedule in December. They play at San Francisco, at the Chargers, and then at Buffalo. Um, so you really have an opportunity to put yourself in a position to be able to dominate this division as Amon Ross St. Brown gets a first down and puts the Lions just outside the 10-yard line. So I-, I think if you're Buffalo, this cannot be a game where it's a missed opportunity and then you sit there on Sunday watching Miami just surgically take apart the Houston Texans. So they need to be able to get this game. But it would be interesting to see. I thought you brought up a good point, Will, in terms of a Buffalo with Josh Allen having to play two games in five days. From your perspective, how much of a threat are the Bills right now, the way they are from injuries, lack of running game, to be able to beat Kansas City, Baltimore? Nobody talks about the Tennessee Titans, and Mike Rabel, yep. to me, is probably the best coach in the National Football League. Oh, there's still a threat. I mean, it wasn't that long ago. We don't want to overreact too much. It wasn't that long ago. We're talking about this being clearly the best team in the league. They have a couple rough games. They lose to Minnesota. You can't jump off the train that quickly. They did beat KC head-to-head, so if it comes down to a tiebreaker, the AFC title game will be in Buffalo. That one seed is important now. We we only get the one bye now without the two. So I wouldn't count them out yet. I just don't think they're fully healthy right now. they got some key injuries on defense in the secondary, and uh, who knows in terms of Allen's elbow. We've added nine minutes in Qatar. Ooh, beautiful. Thriller, Portugal, Ghana, nine minutes. We're into the 92nd of nine extra minutes there, Amal Shaw. So 3-2. I think the three of us would agree. I want Ghana to walk out of here with a draw. Feels deserved. 
And here comes Ghana pressing. Here comes Detroit the other way. It's going to be third and short for Detroit. Looks like they're going to be on the Buffalo 8. Third and about two to go to pick up the first down. So we'll keep you updated there. This is two straight running plays for me. By the way, they fumbled the the punt coming this way, and then they recovered it. Go ahead, Amal. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you, but this would be two two straight running plays for me here. You're not beating Buffalo kicking field goals. Good point. And to me, I'm saying, listen, we're going to set the tone. We're going to set an attitude. Also, I'm going to take about a minute, you know, a minute, minute and a half off. Not a minute and a half, but about a minute 10 off the clock. Look, you're not going to beat Buffalo in a higher scoring game. Shorten the game a little bit. And people sit there and say, oh, you're worried about the clock in the first quarter. You know, the clock is always a factor. You're always playing two opponents every week. You're playing, you're playing Buffalo and you're playing the opponent. And they did a great job here. They run the ball for three yards. and You come back with Williams on fourth and one with an attitude play. Will Hill, your thoughts? I think that's Let's perfect. Let's see what they do. They came very close to getting it. If at nothing else, if nothing else, if you don't get it here, you leave uh, Buffalo on their like their own five yard line. I'd absolutely go for it here. Amal said it perfectly. Uh, field goals are not going to win this game. Let's see what Campbell does. He's he's all over the place. He's sometimes kicking. he's conservative. Sometimes he's no. aggressive. No, I think he's we're going, going for it. it. My goodness. Well, G- Campbell's gone for it all year. Yeah. At times, a little foolishly. This one, I agree with Amal's analysis. I thought it was spot on. This is perfect. That was four down territory it's at third and sneak. two. They're gonna they're gonna sneak it. You might be ahead of it's me a here. Far sneak, no, though. no, it's just it was no. about a half a yard. No, okay. it, and it looks like there's gonna be a flag. I think, I think it's a defensive neutral be, zone. Okay, they were lined up in the neutral, so that's gonna oh, be a big time. Amal's hosting a show. Amal's four, playing referee. You gotta. Amal's doing good. a great job. Amal's Amal's over here running FIFA. He's calling the game like he's Al Michaels and he's hosting the Lombardi line. So let's see. Was that encroachment? He's right. Yes. Was this the first time I'm watching football? Come on. Okay, take it easy there, Shaw. <laughs> 6.54, Detroit scores first. I'll give you the updated in-game numbers. Okay, let's go. Giants, Dallas. The Giants are catching 10. I see a shop sitting 10.5 near you, yeah. Will. 45.5. We know these division unders have been cashing. Yes, and I think on Thanksgiving you see even more public money, standalone games. I've heard people make the point that, you know what, sharps take the day off, so that there's no resistance to the public money. It's funny, over the summer this line was seven, and then you know, the Giants overachieved. They're seven and two, now seven and three, and the line's gone up to ten. It's funny. They it's just man, it sounds like an inflated number, but um, and we got a touchdown here. Is that Swift? We got a t- we got a tutty. Williams, I get out of here, Amal Shaw. You're hate from ah, Michigan. Swift. Get the hell, Jamal Williams, who I think, does he lead the NFL in touchdowns? He's been ridiculous. Folks. Rushing, yes. First of all, I don't like the assertion. Oh, I, I don't goes. have hate for Michigan. And I don't even, it's kind of like the great like John Stewart. No, Do no, you no, like no, no. the state of Michigan? I'm indifferent. I'm indifferent. It's kind of like that great well, that's John that's even Stewart. worse. Why? Because indifference means you just don't, you disrespect us. You treat us like we're peasants. Boy, that is a long leap there, buddy. Don't injure yourself on that one. I mean, my <laughs> God, holy cow. <laughs> I mean, this is not okay. New York City where you can go from building to building running from the cops just right there, but I, you're going to injure I, I yourself you on that credit. leap. I give you credit because you called what the Lions should do there. You nailed it. We'll come back and fight Good. before we've got two minutes. New England, Minnesota. Where are you on your uh, on your Vikings, Will Hill? They're laying two and a half, three off that dreadful performance against the Cowboys. Yeah, before I get to that, I should just go back and say I, do, I did bet Giants team total under 17 points. Look, if they get to 20 points, if they score three touchdowns, you know what? You beat me, you beat me. But that team is going to have a hard time scoring. Uh, as far as tonight, it could be a lack of offense, too, because both teams are missing key guys on the offensive line. The Minnesota offense looked like a mess last week. New England's very good on D, very shaky on offense, and now they're down a couple of starters on the offensive line. So um, I-, I lean towards the under. I think New England's the better team, and they're getting points. It's a tricky scenario there being on the road short week. But uh, gun to my head, I take New England plus the points, and I do like the under. What happens if there's no bullet in the chamber? 
<laughs> so no, that by the way, that's him being passive aggressive. You're gonna you're gonna no. play the Vikings. You're gonna play the Vikings. I don't think so. They're not very good at football. <laughs> you don't think so? You don't think that an eight win team with a, a negative two what what was it minus two point differential? Two you don't think that's a good football team? Hey, if you remember, Arizona was eight and one last year, and then they ended up like you know ten and seven. Didn't win the division. Got killed in the first round two years ago. Pittsburgh was eleven zero. They finished twelve and four. They got beat in the first round. They, they, some of these teams they can fool you with their records. I, I'm it's a weird year. I'm not a big fan of the point differential. Remember the year when the Braves won a game twenty nine to five? I mean, you <laughs> that's true. That can throw it off a little bit. Yeah. You're 100 percent right. Forty that to three throws it the off. Aggregate. That excuse yeah. the aggregate just a bit. Remember, Will Hill on Thanksgiving, you do have daughters and a wife, so make sure to focus on them <laughs> at least for a little bit today, okay? Yeah, and one more on the way. I forgot to tell you, but Lions money line. Before I go, Lions money line. You guys were making fun of me. Mine. Congratulations. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, congr- we'll, we'll have more on that. You must text me. Uh, Bill Belichick's good on Thanksgiving. Shocker. Those numbers next. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.